Welcome back, everybody, to Bloodthirsty Times, a mysterious podcast. I am your host, Octavio. And I'm Emily. And it's your boy, Will. Today, we will be heading on down to Georgia, but we won't be looking for a soul to steal. No. Today, we'll be talking about the Georgia Guidestones, a.k.a. the American Stonehenge. So keep your secrets and join us in these bloodthirsty times. on a small scale what governments do on a large one they are a product of the times and these are bloodthirsty times getting a lot of attention tonight. An explosion destroyed part of a popular North Georgia monument that's been the source of a lot of speculation over four decades. Those near the Georgia Guidestones say that they heard a loud boom this morning. Now officials are working to figure out who did it. Fox has Eric Perry is live near that monument in Elbert County where crews have been at that site for over 12 hours now. For the years, we've had um, messages spray painted on the on the guidestones, but we've never had this level of damage uh, ever done to the guidestones. Christopher Kubas is with the Elberton Granite Association. His organization's in charge of maintaining the popular tourist site. He says the county owns the property and maintains security. One of the wings has, has completely uh, been uh, destroyed. It's, it's actually laying on the ground, I can see it. And the capstone piece has uh, been damaged, and I'm sure the other three wings and the center support probably have damage to them as well. You know, here we are several thousand years later, and Stonehenge is still standing. Imagine if it had writing on it, and you could read what the people of that time thought was important and wanted to leave for future generations. That's what the guidestones were. The stones don't come without controversy. Some found them offensive, like former gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor, who took to social media and May voicing her disdain. Taylor tweeted more thoughts against the stones shortly after the explosion. We actually had to install cameras several years ago after the vandalism got so bad. But, um, you know, it does break my heart. Uh, you know, if, if you don't like the message that was written on them, you know, that's understandable. That's your prerogative. But, you know, there's no reason to take it away from other people that might. Uh, so, yeah, on uh, July 6th, 2022, at about a little before four in the morning, an explosion was heard all across Elbert County. Somebody had detonated an explosive and destroyed 20% of the monument known as the Georgia Guidestones. And within a day, like that same day, the rest of the monument was taken down with machines for quote-unquote safety concerns, despite it being an active crime scene. Kind of suspicious, but you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of weird things associated with these stones to begin with anyway, so what's one more mysterious thing? So, 
America's Stonehenge is not a stranger to being vandalized. Since the very beginning, people have immediately seen the giant granite blocks as threatening and would frequently spray paint their disdain onto the blocks themselves. But for the most part, the vandalism was an easy cleanup job. But what made someone go and attempt to actually physically destroy them? Well, this year, Georgia is electing a new governor, and a Republican woman named Candace Taylor was running on a very specific platform, which seemed to stem from what all politics seem to be about these days, um, and really has been ramped up since 2015. And that is religion, more specifically Christianity, and how America is getting further and further away from God. So her platform leaned heavily on fighting the war on God. On May 2nd, 2022, she tweeted... I'm the only candidate bold enough to stand up and stand up to the Luciferian cabal. Elect me governor of Georgia and I will bring the satanic regimen to its knees and demolish the Georgia Guidestones. Join me to join me in my fight to hashtag tear them down. Riveting. Yeah. So it seems. Wait, did she say that or post that? That's a tweet. Tweeted. But didn't she say that too? Like. In a interview or whatever, so yeah, wouldn't, su- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, she definitely was. Uh, she's she one was of like these... really like um, like aggressive with it. I guess like yeah, she's yeah, she's very aggressive. Like, yes. like she was like growling or something. Yeah, she's was, part of these uh, like regular the new age Republican, you know, super like almost like a zealot, uh, just super Christian, and you know that's their platform. Um, but it seems that like. This tweet, she meant it uh, literally, because on July 6th, the day of the bombing, she sent out yet another tweet. God is God all by himself. He can do anything he wants to do. That includes striking down satanic guidestones. Yeah, so like I said, she meant that literally, because although it does sound like she's celebrating the vandalism she sent out, uh, it sounds like she's celebrating, right? This tweet, like, out of context, like, God is God all by himself. He can do anything he wants to. That includes striking down satanic guidestones. You know, the everyday person who sees that is like, oh, she's happy that this happened, right? These are American monuments, and she's happy they came down. But... That same day, uh, a little bit later on, she sent out a five-minute video condemning all lamestream media and content creators and podcasters that she claims is putting words in her mouth because she wants us all to know that defamation is a real thing because it turns out she literally meant that God struck down the Guidestones and the explosion we see in the CCTV footage isn't a bomb. It's lightning sent by God to destroy the monument. Yeah, apparently it only took 42 years for God to strike these satanic stones down. But God yeah. didn't care about Stonehenge? Well, Stonehenge, no. there's nothing written on it. There's nothing written on it. That's the main issue here. <clears throat> we'll get. We'll definitely talk all about that. But uh, yeah, apparently um, she, she literally, literally believes that it was lightning that struck the stones and not an act of uh, domestic terrorism. Domestic terrorism. Domestic terrorism. <laughs> it's been Man, a theme here lately. That, yeah. Fucking goddamn domestic terrorists. Uh, what kills me is like this complete disregard for separation of church and state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is the one who said it. She literally wants that to not be a thing. 
she said that she's tired of having to watch what she say or like pretend that she's not who she is uh and she just wants it abolished she, she wants it to not be a thing literally well, it, you can it, look it, it up is that the same lady who said that she'd shoot her grandkids to save their life no no that was a senator from arizona okay oh, just making sure man. we're not talking about that lady. all these people are elected officials huh they sure um, are yep. but the like that whole separation of church it's not uh, it's not muffling your opinions it's just making sure that things don't go into law that are heavily affected by religion because now you're just imposing religion on people yeah they like, they want to keep separation of church and state they don't they want christianity and politics to hold hands they don't want other religions to be involved at all like even fucking jfk who was catholic they were like no can't have jfk in office you know because he's catholic like it's they, it's everyone else they're fine like enacting separation of church and state but as long as it's not christianity yeah like, that's where the problem like you it's like not all christians are bad it's just like you have these people who are like are extremists. overdoing it yeah extremists yeah extremists, yeah, extremists on all sides. And, yeah every yeah. religion has the extremists and unfortunately a lot of, our, a lot of the extremists run the country <laughs> yeah and it's like a it's, they, there's definitely the minority of people in that sect but they are the loudest ones mm-hmm. so despite on a whole yeah oh yeah podcast this on whole, this whole episode is like <laughs> rife with just we could go on and on for like every little bit that we talk about yeah so like i said despite cctv footage also capturing a car coming up to the monument at the time and also what looked like someone running away from the stones before it exploded. She still thinks it's lightning. But she has to understand that in today's political climate, her words carry a ton of weight. I mean, with QAnon-minded people and, you know, other these other right-wing people, we got the, uh, what are they called? The Boogaloo Boys. We have... Uh, the what? The Boogaloo Boys. Uh, they're another extreme yeah, the, group. Yeah, the, uh, the Baker Boys. We got the bigger boys. Oh my god! Uh, I hear those words one more time. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, you, what are the other people? The ones with the collars and the button-ups. Uh, fuck! I don't know. Another. Oh, you lost me on that. Yeah, they're another group. Collars that, and button-ups. Yeah, they're like Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Okay. Proud Boys. Yeah. I didn't know they were wore weird. Oh, they wear their collared shirts. Yeah, polos. Polos are the uniform. Um. But yeah, like there's all these people out there, like QAnon, especially Jesus. Yeah. All these people that, you know, they look like regular Americans until you talk to them and like, oh, you're a crazy American. But, you know, anyways, she has to understand that there are people out there that take her tweets literally. And, you know, even though she doesn't mean them literally, it doesn't mean some delusional supporter wouldn't take those words to mean something completely different. She like she literally meant and she has a five-minute video you can watch. She literally meant that God struck them down. But people take that to mean God wants us to strike them down. You know what I mean? So she has to understand that her words carry weight. But I don't think she sees it that way. But anyways, um, so at the moment, we live in a country that has seemingly never been more divided. I mean, just think about the seven, past seven months alone. We've had an insurrection at the Capitol. We have people who genuine, genuinely believe Putin is doing a good thing in Ukraine. Um, and apparently it's because Ukraine is, has experimental black sites. Um, and then, of course, after that, we have the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which is, you know, another religious, uh, you know. Well, yeah, religiously driven. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But uh, I, I guess decision it's not a law, yeah. but it's a decision to overturn yeah. a constitutional 
thing. Like and it's uh, just like it, it, make, it doesn't make sense because their their argument is it should be left to the state level, and it's like, well, it should be more than that. It should be left to the individual level. Like mm-hmm. go past the state, go to the individual. It should be left up to the individual to decide to do it or not. But anyways, uh, this Roe v. Wade decision actually probably the most relevant to not only the bombing of the stones, but our story here today in general. It's all kind of cohesive. I don't know about Will, but I know I dove into some conspiracy. I listened to a few conspiracy podcasts, conspiracy YouTube videos, and it's. I wanted to throw my phone against the fucking wall. It's it's insane. I mean, I, I listened say. to Alex Jones for about twenty minutes, oh, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Do twenty minutes? Damn I, you! I did a full twenty minutes of Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> you deserve a medal for that. I lost a couple brain cells. <laughs> they might come back. Did you buy any of Not his product? Likely. I didn't buy any of his product. No. I liked his hair though. So oh, whatever nice. product he's using in his hair, I might buy. <laughs> Anyways, enough of today's current bullshit. Let's talk about what led up to the bullshit that we were just talking about. Oh, real quick, sorry. Just yeah, because sure. it was on my brain. We were talking about uh when uh like her whole tweets and stuff, like, oh, you're taking taking it out of context. Like I actually meant God, but then people take it the other way, right? It's mm-hmm. yeah, like the yeah. whole storming the Capitol. Right. Trump literally said, let's walk uh, down to the Capitol and stop them. He and, literally said that. Yeah. And they're so, like, well, okay, well, yeah. we're going to do that. We're going to do exactly that. Hey, we'll do so, one better. Yeah. We'll go into the Capitol. Yeah. It's yeah. like people don't understand what they say and their audience being no, an see, audience full of fucking idiots that would pretty much do whatever you said. Yeah, no, that's at this point, you're talking if, about Arizona. That's she's got a backing now, like people saying that they would do that. Like, and that's not she said that that's not what she meant. In the what, did, what did she form. say? Hold on. You, she so said was, she would shoot her grandchildren to save them. Right. She said that she believes in gun rights so much that she has the right to protect her grandchildren, and in those rights includes um, the right to shoot them to protect them from evil, whatever evil. Yeah, but she. Uh, Okay. She literally said that, but she says she meant something else completely. But yeah, you can look that up. I don't it's, think it's she was thinking. Arizona you can watch senator. the little video and like yeah. she's not there. Like she is. Woo. She's just talking. Like shit's just coming out of her mouth, and she's just standing there. She doesn't even realize she fucking said that. Honestly, I don't think she really did. <sighs> if she did mean to say Our that, she must have said it like out of order for words. Is the current state of politics, uh, is bro. Nuts. Imagine being another country looking into our... They're fucking laughing their asses off. Into our politics. Like, all right, so you got a geriatric president who Mm -hmm. essentially... He's he's got dementia. He doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. No. You're not really sure about his earlobes. Yeah, and you got... A huge thing. You got fucking senators in each state that are just crazy people that got votes from the masses of other crazy people. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, And and a lot of this, uh, like I said, QAnon is a huge, huge thing. QAnon, I I laughed at QAnon for a long time, but then um, I met people who truly believe in it. And it's really an insidious fucking thing that we should be taking seriously because it got Trump elected. The most easily winnable election. They chose fucking Hillary to go against them because they thought it was easy. And that was the wrong choice. Like uh, just QAnon, things like conspiracy thought people it should be taken seriously in a way that they are an actual threat. Not what they're saying. Don't take what they're saying seriously. Oh, no. Just the possibilities of their actions is because they believe in so 
fucking far-fetched ideas and you're like oh shit okay if you're capable of thinking thinking of that you you're probably going to act on that at some point yeah absolutely that's that's what this is the guidestones are taken down because a few words like in a tweet they took that literally yeah and uh i I also heard that these stones were on a list of um, places that QAnon was set to take down, like literally take down. And we see that they did. I mean, I don't know if they did and they haven't caught anybody, but it's just it's it's insidious and it's to be t- the the threat of it is to be taken seriously. I mean, we look at the fucking insurrection, though, that was spurred on by words, mm-hmm. words. So, yeah. But like I said, we'll we'll come back around to this. We have a lot to talk about. Um, we'll swing back around to this at the end, I guess. Uh, let's talk about what the actual guidestones are. Like, why were these things taken down? Why why is this such a big deal? So yeah. this this is a story of the Georgia guidestones, also known as America Stonehenge. So our story today uh, takes us back to June of 1979 in the town of Elberton, located in Elbert County, which is northeast of Atlanta, um, about 90 miles away, 30 miles from Athens, Georgia, uh, or even better, the Guidestones are 666 miles from New York City, or from uh, what UN, the UN building. So I don't know if that's mm. actually true. It's I saw it on the internet, so it must be true. From what? Building? Oh, it has to be the UN the in UN. Uh, New York. So yeah, it has to be true, right? I saw it on the internet. Yeah. Anyways. What does Elberton, Google have to say about that? <laughs> It'll One tell you it's 666 miles. <laughs> so Elberton you. is also known as the granite capital of the world. That's what they call themselves. They are not actually the granite capital of the world. There's other places which with much more granite. But that's what they call themselves. 787. What about just New York? Wait, 787 from where to where? From the Georgia Guidestones. 1031 Guidestone Road, Northwest, and uh, whatever, Albert, whatever. Albert County. Yeah. The UN headquarters in on 42nd Street in New York City. Yeah, but do you see how much cooler it sounds that there's 666 yeah. miles away? Maybe they just took 12 hours and 12 minutes. It's 666 as the, as the crow flies. But then the next thing on Twitter is John Silva said. John Silva said there is a meme going around claiming that it is 666 miles between the Georgia Guidestone and the UN building in New York. And he cl- includes a screenshot. Let me. Well, again, Google Maps will tell you to take the, you know, certain freeways to get there. Right. But if you go point to point. Crow flies. Across, yeah. yeah, as a crow flies, I would, I'm going I'm to accept 666. Yeah, I think it's 664. I think it's longitude and latitude. They that's where they put it in. That's how they put it in. They did it that way. So, okay, so way, 666. It to, it, you see how this adds <laughs> to the mystery of like, oh, it, it's a cabal. It's it's a world, you know, Illuminati confirmed type of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just adds to the fucking stupid mystery that this is. Uh, anyways, Elberton, like I said, is it's is not seventy-seven miles straight line. Sorry, not yeah. I don't six hundred sixty-six is what she said. Yep, everyone <laughs> heard that. <laughs> nope, <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. Uh, so yeah, it's not the granite capital of the world, but they call themselves that. Anyway, in June nineteen seventy-nine, a sharp-dressed man appears in Elberton and heads straight for the offices of the Elberton Granite Finishing Corporation. See. When he gets there, what? 
Uh, oh, I was going to say, was he from ZZ Top? But he is from ZZ Top. That's why I yeah. put that in there. There's Good. a lot of old uh, song <laughs> references in this one for some reason. I already have a uh, Devil Goes Down to Georgia, oh, Sharp okay, Dressed Man. Yeah, there's a couple okay. in here. Okay, glad I, don't I know caught on to it. I don't know why I was thinking of uh, classic rock when I was writing this, but I was. Okay. Anyway, so I'll keep all those to myself, <laughs> and you, the audience, can think of one of them. And he, so he walks in there, this sharp dressed man. Uh, he greets. He's greeted by the owner of the company, and his name is Joe Fenley. The stranger shakes his hand and says, nice to meet you. My name is R.C. Christian. That's not my real name. He goes on to explain that he wanted to commission a monument that featured 14 different languages and a couple astronomical features. Yes, he said, my name is R.C. Christian. That's not my real name. Um, the stranger goes on to tell him. <laughs> the stranger goes on to tell him that he represents a small group of patriotic Americans that wish to stay anonymous. And Christian apparently stated... Now, I only use that name because I'm a follower of the teachings of Jesus Christ. Now, I represent a small group, perhaps half a dozen people who believe in God and country. And apparently, he was merely the quote-unquote visible spokesman. Apart from his religious belief, Christian is described as having quote-unquote served in World War II and described himself as a patriotic American in every sense of the word. Obviously a man of great wealth, he also appears to be a well-traveled and intelligent man whose travels in Europe impress with many monuments throughout the countries that naturally include Stonehenge. We also learn that his great-grandmother was originally from Georgia, and he said he once was a concrete worker. So Joe Fenley is just listening to this. He's just fucking dumbfounded by not only the size of because, you know, he goes over what he wants and we'll talk about it in a second. But uh, he's, he's dumbfounded by the size of the monument that this dude's asking to be commissioned. But by the other information, this dude's just fucking telling him. I mean, he starts out with my name is Archie Christian, not my name. Um, I have all the I've been around the world um, and I want to build something here. It's just it's like the guy I think he called his friends like I got a kook over here. You need to talk to you like that kind of shit. So, oh, hey, also, I was a concrete worker. Yeah. But oh, yeah. cool. Cool, bro. <laughs> Just cool, cool story. I can't imagine I, to be a fly on the wall in that conversation in that office because this is just so strange. Yeah. So Joe thinks about it and says, uh, yeah, we can we can do that job for you, man. We, we can get that done. We're pretty good at what we do here, but it's going to cost a fuck ton of money. Um, so I don't know the exact number that Joe Fenley gave to RC Christian, but I know that it was like a high number, like on purpose, like Joe Fenley's like, yeah, I mean, if the job, let's say would cost like 60 K he's like, the job's going to cost a hundred K just a high number. Kind of like if this man's serious or not, like I, I, this is a joke number, but we'll, we'll see how serious he is about this job. Right. So the guy yeah. stops, RC Christian stops to think about it for like a couple seconds. He's like, all right, sounds good to me. And so the sharp-dressed man uh, says he'd like to continue. Anyway, he wanted to know if Joe knew of any good bankers in Elberton. And Joe says, yeah, my good friend Wyatt Martin, who is a president of Granite City Bank. He says, cool, thanks, and off he went to go find Mr. Martin. So the first encounter with one of two men that he meets, the only two men who knows what this R.C. Christian looks like at all. So now he's about to meet the second man. When he Mr. got Martin, Mr. Martin, Wyatt Martin, that's the guy, that old guy you were talking about in the dock. Yeah. Yeah. 
So when he got to the Granite City Bank, he met with Wyatt Martin and went over the whole spiel again, like, hey, how you doing? I'm Marcy Christian. That's not my real name. And I want to build a monument for future generations. And I want you to handle the money on this project. He wants him to be his, you know, go-between guy, his, his dedicated guy that handles all the things while he's gone. Mr. Martin agrees on two conditions. One is that he's going to need to see the money. Show me the money to make sure this is a legit venture, but he's also going to have to know the guy's real name. Um, you know, R.C. Christian, not my real name, said fine, but under the condition that you sign this NDA that says you'll never reveal my real identity to anybody. Mr. Martin said, that's A-OK. I just need to know your identity for financial legal purposes in case this is some kind of scam or some shit. And they both shook hands. And that was the end of their deal. Upon agreeing, R.C. Christian left a shoebox with Wyatt and inside was a wood model of what R.C. wanted the monument to look like, which was a set of six stones organized into an X. It had four stones or wings pointed in separate directions. It had one stone in the middle known as the Nomen Stone. And on top of all that was a capstone placed directly in the middle along with 10 pages of detailed instructions of what he wanted written on the stones and where to put the astronomical features. When asked about all this, R.C. had told him he had been working on the plans for this monument for at least 20 years, and every single word and every single feature had been thoroughly thought through. Hmm. The mind of a madman. Did we ever find out what his real name is? Nope. Never find it out. R.C. Christian. It's not my real name. Well, we find out that he goes by Robert as well. Mm. Robert Christian. So R.C. Christian left Elberton. Wyatt Martin and Joe Fenley were left wondering if this was a legit request until about a week later when Wyatt received the first $10,000 from R.C. and his group, which meant that this is real. And that means it's time to get to work. So Joe got his team to work on this massive monument right away. And in one of the many documentaries I watched about the Georgia Guidestones was one from a local man that I found on YouTube titled The Georgia Guidestones Movie. He shows exactly how the stones were extracted from the quarry because in his movie, his angle was that these stones uh, and the jobs that are brought are a good thing for Elberton. Even if you don't agree with what they say, they brought a lot of jobs and a lot of money to the city. So, or the town really, because it's, it's not very big. Like, even if the stones are nefarious in some way, a lot of people got paid good money for making these. The stones they lifted out were massive because each block they felt they pulled out was to be cut down into the massive blocks used in the monument. And from what the documentary says, these were the biggest blocks ever pulled out of that quarry. In fact, they were worried that the rolling cranes wouldn't be able to handle the weight and the cranes themselves would get dragged down into the quarry. Like that's how big these blocks were. Do you talk about the weight of them? At any point? Uh, yeah, we go we oh, go over the yeah oh, we go okay. over the uh, yeah the measurements. It says it on the once we go over what the plaques all say. It okay. says it on there. Okay. Yeah, because they were they're massive. They're the huge. biggest ones that they've ever made. Um, but also the blocks that to get to cut down from there were even bigger than that. I think like they can cut two or three of those slabs from that one block that they pulled out. Damn. So that's how big they were. So now that we now that the what and the who was taken care of, RC needed a place uh, where he wanted to put it. So he originally wanted to build a monument in South Georgia because it provided a more accurate reading for his astronomical features, which were like a few holes bored into the stones. Like there was like three holes total, and and there's one in the capstone that let light through at midday. 
There was a second hole that when looked through showed the North Star and a third hole that caught light during the solstice. In the research RC had done about the state of Georgia, he found that it would be the best place to see the North Star and catch the sun in South Georgia. Um, like I said earlier, he wanted to stay in Georgia because his grandma had lived there and the weather wasn't too extreme. So the stones would last longer. Anyway, he chartered a small airplane and flew all over South Georgia trying to find the perfect spot, but found that there was just too much forest down there and it would block the sun and the stars. So that South Georgia's out. There's too too much foliage. Mm. So he went, he goes back to Wyatt at this point. He says, Wyatt, I couldn't find a place in South Georgia. I need you to find me a place to put this. So Wyatt, who wanted to try and make his county a bit more money, you know, he told him he could probably find something nearby here in Elberton. Why go anywhere else? Elberton is where the granite is. We should probably just build it here. So he tried to sell RC on it just a little bit more by telling him that not only do should we build it here because that's where the granite is, you'll probably save a ton of money because, you know, freight costs. You know, you keep it local, freight costs go down, just travel expenses, which is weird considering... RC and the group he represents don't seem to be worried about money, right? He told him a fucking astronomical number. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. So it's weird that he thought he could sell him on the idea by offering less freight costs. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, RC agreed and left Wyatt to find a suitable place. As time went on, the right place wasn't as easily as easy to find as they had thought, but right before it was time to put the monument together, Joe Fenley had reached out to Wayne Molinex to ask if he could set the foundations for the stone whenever they found a suitable place. And of course, Wayne agreed, and when he heard that they still had not found a place to go, he offered up a piece of his own property, and Wyatt was like, for real? Like, you, you just let me put on your property? He's like, okay, let me run it by RC. So he did, and RC made his last trip down to Elberton to see the proposed land, which was at the top of a hill at on Route 77. And it was okay. Like he was like, yeah, this is probably do fine. But then he was told that the local natives called the area Alie Li Alohi, which in Cherokee means the center of the world. So once RC heard this, he was like, yeah, sold. That's it. This is the spot. It's perfect. He told Wayne he would take it and told Wyatt to pay him $5,000 for five acres of that land, along with the grazing rights of the land for himself and for generations to come. And he did this so the area wouldn't become overgrown basically for free by having animals graze there, um, which also helped Wayne because he worked with cattle. You know, it's just like a win-win for everybody. Yeah. So immediately after the purchase and the agreements were signed uh, and the deed handed over, R.C. turned right around and gave it to Elbert County because R.C. said that the local government would be one of the longest standing in the country, which is a weird thing to say. <coughs> what, what uh, yeah, to just go directly to like, all right, government, I trust you. Yeah. You're going to be you're going to be here a while, right? Well, that's the plan anyway. Yeah, so all of this so far is just weird, right? Mm -hmm. Very. Strange. So now that the who, what, and where were all good, they got to work laying the foundation and setting the stones in place. But they had a few more hurdles to overcome, one of them being that they were stone workers and they knew fuck all about astrology. So they turned to the University of Georgia, who showed them where to drill the holes in the gnomon pole and the capstone. 
they actually went to like a university of, of like Atlanta, I think, or the university of Georgia. And they're like, Hey, you guys know anything about astrology? Cause we don't, yeah. I can, this- I can, I can put this thing here, but I don't know. Fuck all. Like, where do I put the hole? Just tell me. Where's the hole? Yeah. Where's the hole? Where, 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 where do I put it? <laughs> nothing, Emily. No, nothing. No. Okay. No, nothing about <laughs> holes. Where to put it? No. You don't have any insight. You don't have any insight on where to put the holes. Yeah. No. Astrology. <laughs> filling holes. <laughs> filling holes. <laughs> Nothing so about the holes. The second hurdle. <laughs> the second hurdle was that they were stone workers, and they knew once again they knew fuck all about other languages. So they literally sent the English version out to the United Nations and had them translated into seven other languages. Once they had all the different languages translated, uh, sent back and sent back to them, they made a giant stencil out of the transcripts with each letter being two inches tall. With these last few details sorted out, it was time to put it all together and get it ready to show the world. Emily, how big do you think two inches is? <laughs> She's literally... <laughs> looking like this. I'm like, yeah. Mm, I think you're a little off there. No, I think it's like this. That's... No, that's like three. <laughs> don't grab Octavio <laughs> hold on okay two inches see way yeah, smaller way smaller you were out here that's yeah. way smaller I, was like this. I had it yeah. even my finger up so yeah, you doubled it so you're, you're at right. four this, you're at four that is three inches nope okay ooh I nailed it three inches yeah you did you know what three inches looks like Will. Yeah, you're I know yeah sure do very familiar with three inches <laughs> Two is almost my finger straight. Well, actually, it could be two inches is my finger, my thumb straight. Yeah. Exactly. And a little interesting tidbit about that: the guy who um, did the actual sandblasting of the the words onto the stone, he claims that while he was doing it, he heard disjointed voices and weird singing, like angelic voices and shit like that. Of course, he while did. he was doing it. Give me a break. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't the noise of the fucking sandblaster and him wearing headphones. Exactly. It's so fucking loud. <laughs> no, dude, he heard weird shit while he was doing it. What yeah. Do you mean? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Weird shit was happening. Weird shit was oh. happening while he was working on this massive, mysterious monument. <laughs> yeah. At the center of the world is what they call right. it. Yeah, center of the world on top of a hill. Oh, yeah. 77. So, in the weeks leading up to the unveiling, the whole county and surrounding area seemed to be super interested in this massive monument and even more so the mysterious group behind it because obviously rumors spread real fast. But finally, on March 22nd of 1980, uh, and with a crowd of about 400 people uh, were said to be in attendance, it was finally unveiled. And there was even a rumor that RC was in that crowd. I, I doubt it, but that's the rumor. Hmm. Highly so, doubt it. Basically, as soon as the black tarp was pulled off and they revealed the monument to the public, people were convinced these were satanic or part of a globalist cabal. There you go, Will. There's your word. We're going to say that word a lot. The globalists. Globalists. So they say that because along with the main six stones, there were a few granite plaques next to it. And the first one read, Astronomical Features 1. Channel through stone indicates celestial pole. Two, horizontal slot indicates annual travel of sun. Three, 
Sunbeam through Capstone marks a noontime throughout the year. Author R.C. Christian, pseudonym. No, Time pseudonym. capsule. Huh? Pseudo, pseudonym. Yeah, he spelled it wrong. Pseudonym. They spelled it wrong. Okay. Fake name. <laughs> Time capsule placed below this spot on blank to be opened on blank. Yep. Never put a date. They never put a date of when it was put down or, or when, when it was supposed to be opened. opened. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's a mystery all on its own, which I think we solved recently with the destruction. There is no fucking time capsule under there. Never what? put it. There. No. I never put it under there. Oh my gosh. This reminds me of something. Oh. I married a time capsule in 1999. No, in 1995 to open in 2000. I wonder if it's still there. Five years? That's not a long time. It was because Y2K, we were, the world was going to end, remember? Sure was. Yeah, it, didn't. Uh, well, it was just all the computers were going to go down and then all the nukes yeah. were going to fire and Same time, yeah. explode. Yeah. No big deal. None. Not at all. Oblivion. Yeah. So the next black granite plaque said... Wait. The story of the, what? There wasn't a time capsule? No. no oh. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of memes, though. It's just like the time capsule is a bunch of Swisher Sweets and a, a nudie mag <laughs> or something. <laughs> There's a bunch of memes about it. Uh, a 1980s like Playboy? Yeah, they just put whatever uh, was like. What do they call them? Those those long cigarettes, uh, the girl ones. Oh yeah, I don't know what they're called, but I know it was one tens or something. Yeah, uh, Virginia Slims. Virginia yeah. Slims. Yeah, but I think they came in other brands. I just don't remember. Anyways. Yeah, but anyways, the the next anyways. plaque said. The story of the Georgia Guidestones began in June 1979 when a stranger identified as Mr. Christian, later R.C. Christian visited Joe H. Finley, Sr., president of Elberton Granite Finishing Company, Inc., and indicated that he represented a group of loyal Americans living outside the United States or outside the state of Georgia who wanted to build a monument focused on the theme of conservation. Mr. Christian, who had assumed this, this pseudonym because he was a Christian, named Wyatt C. Martin, president of the Granite City Bank, as intermediary. Yes. Why does it look weird? Oh, it's because it's in italics. <laughs> um, to hold funds and escrow for the project, explaining that the Guidestones group, which wished to remain anonymous forever, had selected Georgia because it is of its excellent granite, mild climate, and heritage of his great grandmother as a native Georgian. Georgian? Georgian? Whatever. Georgian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian agreed to Martin's request to locate the monument in Elbert County if there were a suitable, if there were a suitable remote site for it which they found on a hillside that is the highest point of, in Elbert County on the farm of Mildred and Wayne Mullinex, north of Elberton on Highway 77. Finley's company carved the six-part monument from, the pyra- from Pyramid Blue Granite. The Georgia Guidestones consist of four megaliths set in a paddle wheel arrangement around a center stone, Sorry. which is surrounded by a flat capstone measuring 19 and a quarter feet in height. At its highest peak, the stone group measures 17 and one-third feet in width, and its diameter is 65 feet. The overall weight of the 951 cubic granite feet of granite is, oh my God, 237,000, no, 237,000. Yeah. Hold on, I thought it was 23,000. 237,000, 747. This is all of them. Yeah, it's all of them together. It's all of them combined. All six all of, stones. All of the pieces. Oh, then I read something else then. 
Anyways, sorry. A ground marker west of the guidestones provides additional data and covers a buried time capsule. Each of the four sides of the capstone features the statement of cautionary guidance to humankind translated into Babylonian cuneiform, classical Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian hieroglyphics to let these guidestones let these be guidestones to reason. Below the guidestones are carved into eight faces of the four outer stones in English, Spanish, Spanish, Swahili, Hindu, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. And I read something completely different. Well, each one was because obviously the capstone was like 20,000 pounds. And I think, and that was the smallest one of them. I think the the outer ones were like 40,000. So all that combined. No, the like granite they were saying that the total, the, I mean, the feet that they're measuring in height and width was also different what I were, with what I read. The diameter of being 65 feet was also different from where I read. But I did read this, too. I just found something else, but it was not really that yeah, credible. This is, uh, the Fake actual, news. Like, I translated this from like the actual <laughs> picture of the slab next to it. This is the actual description. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these eight... These eight languages are important. The English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, Chinese, and Russian. Super important to this whole thing because why do you need all those languages? What what the fuck do you so need to translate that for? Yeah, but why does he want everyone to read it? That's the issue. So no one feels left out. So, of course, the actual guidestones themselves and the cause of most of the controversy were the 10 guidelines written by R.C. Christian, not his real name. And those 10 guidelines, also known as the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist, by those who believe the stones are evil. And those commandments are as follows. One, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Two, guide reproduction wisely. Improving fitness and diversity. Three, unite humanity with a living new language. Four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven, Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So yeah, uh, Emily described it a little bit earlier, but there's one last plaque nearby that describes the words written on the capstone in four different languages. Let these be guidestones to an age of reason. Yeah, so that's written on the capstone itself. And like she said, in Babylonian cuneiform, Sanskrit, Egyptian hieroglyphs, and classical Greek. But like I said, it was the actual guidelines that are the cause of a lot of people accusing these stones of of, uh, being pure evil, you know, or satanic. Because obviously the very first one says humanity should be kept below 500 million. But considering the population today is over 7.9 billion, to put it in perspective, it would be pretty much as if the entire world's population vanished except for North America. Or more ominously, that would mean that roughly 70% of all people on Earth today has got to go. I know that's like 90. 
90%, not 70. I don't know why I wrote 70. It's like 90% of all people. Gone. Just gone. Laters. I think it's like something like 15 out of 16 people just gone. He doesn't specify. He just says humanity. He doesn't specify like in the world or whatever. Because it didn't say that in those lists, did it? Where are humans at? I know. I'm just saying like, is he acting like all no other country exists? At this he's point, like, like, he's crazy. Is he acting like no other countries exist? Even though he wants all no. of different languages. But like... No, he maybe... wants all of humanity. No, I just... I included that is... So the the amount of the population of all of North America, Mexico, Canada, um, USA altogether is something like 4.7 mil, uh, million. I mean, 400 million, something like that, 470 million. Mm-hmm. So he said under 500 million. So it'd be as if only North America survived, whatever happens. So yeah, that's, that's a lot of people. Um, so the, that's the problem. The main, the first, the main reason people are so fucking upset about this is that first guideline. Uh, you know, five hundred and seventy nine million. Yeah. Oh, with uh, all of North uh, America as of twenty sixteen. Yes. Oh dang, I saw something completely different. What about um, just in the U.S.? It's like three hundred and seventy something. Like that. Uh, now we're at uh three hundred and seventy three twenty twenty two three hundred and seventy three million. Yeah. So as Mexico of, and as Canada of Saturday, July twenty third, twenty twenty two. That's pretty. That's pretty damn specific. That's pretty, damn specific. pretty recent. <laughs> so it's pretty accurate, I think. Yeah, um, a couple of days ago. Yeah, to bring that down, I mean, the whole world would just disappear, except for North America, basically. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like I said, that is the the implications of that is pretty obvious, right? The globalists want to eradicate most of the Earth's population which brings us all the way back to the beginning of the episode where people today are willing to destroy this monument because of that one statement, because the rest of them seem like pretty good guidelines for being a human, right? They don't seem that bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the guidelines themselves don't like fucking guide reproduction wisely, unite humanity with the living new language. I mean, protect people and nations with fair laws. I mean, my favorite one is um, avoid petty laws and useless officials. I can get behind that. Yeah. We were, we pretty much our intro to the episode was talking exactly about that avoid petty laws and useless officials. So we're doing pretty bad already when it comes to the guidelines. Uh, we were not, we're not listening very well. I'm crushing it. <laughs> we really are. Uh, so yeah, it's just this one, this one line ruins it for the rest. Like just this one fucking line, like we were talking about, like these other, I, I mean, just keep going through them. Like, be not a cancer on the earth. That's pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, balance personal rights with social duties. I mean, these are I not like terrible guidelines. Number one negates number two. So, like, we can just get number two out of there. They don't really mean that. Oh, they do. They will talk about it. They definitely do. Um, yeah, but not wisely. It's not actually wise the way that they want to. No, we'll. Oh, they mean it. We'll get into it. And they definitely I mean I it. I, I don't think they. I, I'm sure they mean it. I'm saying it's not wise. What they're saying is not wise. What they want in their yeah. heads when they made this is not wise. Oh, so you, you think they're rational when they wrote this? I think yeah. oh, that's cute. <laughs> no, I do not think that this was rationally written. Yeah. So this just that one line, the first 
guideline ruins it for the rest. And like I said, this is what I was talking about earlier with that Roe v. Wade being overturned and emboldened these religious fanatics because birth control is seen as a way for the globalists to control the population by allowing abortions to happen and contraceptives to slow it down even more. All these things do is is keep our population under control. And that's what the globalists want. So obviously, religious fanatics are against it simply for that reason. But aside from Roe v. Wade, COVID was also seen as a way to get the numbers down. That's also a globalist cabal agenda thing. You know, COVID was meant to wipe out a, a fuck ton of people to get the numbers down. Because that's all that's all the Illuminati wants, apparently, is to get the numbers down. I mean, if you just look at the United States alone, our reproduction rate uh, is not enough to sustain our population in like 20 years or something like that. Which is a scary thought. We, what do you mean? Our economy is going to fail in, and I don't know the exact number of years, it was like 25 or 30 years or something like that, because we're not repopulating enough in the United States. So there's a certain number that you have to hit of repopulation to keep an economy. Uh, we're not cranking on enough people to buy shit and work and make money. Work. To spend yeah, money. so essentially we, we become so, a dead we become a dead country. And we did become solely dependent on our so that's government. That's what people are upset about that, that there's not enough worker bees out there being made. Yes. Yeah, because you can't sustain an economy without people. Without making money for the without a certain yeah without a certain number of people yes like there's a, your there's a job, certain number you, you cannot, have to hit yeah you cannot function if you do not have people coming in like the next generations coming in to replace the people who are retiring currently like my yeah, parents and then Chandler not, coming in like if, if there's making, not a generation to replace then there's no money to be made there's no people to work to produce the items that need to be bought or sold and continue actually you know, I've I've seen this whole this whole theory play out in um, a Reddit page called anti-work. I don't know if you guys are ever familiar with that, but uh, yeah, they talk about it. how uh, they talk about how they reason people are so pissed off about the population because there's not enough worker bees to fucking crack the whip on to make the rich people money. And that's why, you know, but like you said, there's not enough people coming in, but if they're paying less people, shouldn't they pay people more? Maybe pay them a living wage in a society where inflation is going up daily. I don't know. That might just be me, whatever. Anyways, it's been said that since the stones were unveiled, the area was immediately used for occultists to come up and have their rituals and to sacrifice animals and people because if you look at the capstone, it looks like an altar, like an Aztec altar pretty much. And they claim that the hole that was designed for the sunlight to come through, quote unquote, the sunlight, is actually a drain for the blood to flow down the Nomen stone, you know. Oh, hell from all, yeah. From all the sacrifices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, yeah, that's the real purpose of it, is what they say. <laughs> you know, it's cleverly disguised, just is cleverly disguised as a, an astrological feature. And it's a perfect height where you can drink from it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just go up to it. <laughs> yeah. Just, well. yep. So in the documentary, Dark Skies over Elberton, they interview a bunch of people, including a pastor who is super sure that these are evil stones and they had heard or he had heard all about witches and warlocks doing evil shit up there. But then they asked if he ever saw this, like this nefarious shit with his own eyes. Did you ever see this actually happen? He's like, no. But everyone they interviewed was like, no, I never saw it happen. I just heard all about it. But the thing is, like, there are 
you know, there's witches, there's a witch coven from Atlanta who did, you know, kind of adopt the stones as their own, like their meeting place or whatever. They do go up there, but it's, there's literally never been any proof of any kind of sacrifice of anything ever. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, people have like warlocks and witches come up there and get married. Just super, super evil <laughs> shit like that. That's where they have their their wedding ceremonies. It's just it's super evil wedding ceremony of people in love. Um, oh, is that what people in love do? Yeah, yeah. they get married in an evil ceremony at the top of. <laughs> I don't know. I can't say this seriously. This is so. Yeah, no, it's... okay. Hold on. So I got a, I got a serious uh, uh, number for you guys. Okay. So uh, our U.S. annual population growth that started in the 1900s. This graph. So in the 1900s, our repopulation was uh, 2%. We are now at 0.12%, which is lower Low. than the reproduction rate during the Great Depression, which was at 0.5 or at 0.12. So, yeah. Is How long was the lowest last time before now? Hey, well, well, last looking... time before now was uh, 1970s. Hey, Will, while you're at it looking up stuff, uh, the next number you should look up is how long do empires last? All right. So despite the claims that the Guidestones were built by Satanists or that R.C. Christian, not his real name, is a representative of the Rosicrucians, which is a very old group. Uh, similar to the Freemasons. And the reason people believe this is because they say that RC has been known as a way of the Rosicrucians to refer to themselves because RC actually stands for Rosy Cross. And that's how they refer to themselves. And actually, it it's another weird thing is that um, Wyatt, Martin Wyatt, Joe Fenley, uh, the guy, uh, Mac Molinex, they are all... Um, openly admit to being Freemasons themselves. So that's another little line there for the fucking uh, the conspiracy, conspiracy nuts. Yeah. yeah, to grab onto. Uh, they're all Shriners and, and, and Freemasons and stuff like that. Yeah, let me so, know when yeah. you want that number. Yeah, man. So how long does an empire last? Uh, 200, in, 200, about 250 years. And how old is America? Ooh, we're getting close. <laughs> Yeah, seventeen seventy six and twenty twenty two. Quick math. Quick math. We're getting close. Yeah, sure are. It kind of feels like it too, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, it does. Yeah. Uh, in twenty twenty six, we will celebrate our two hundred fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, like uh, Enter Shikari said, you can grow, but remember, empires always fall. Yep. So. We got four years left. We got four years left. United States being a great empire. <laughs> so just start reproducing now quickly. We won't have anybody to still like four years. Doesn't It's not shit. We'll just have a bunch of four year olds running around. Yeah. Look at it happened in England. That four year olds running the country. <laughs> all the beheadings yeah we'll be fine all the french people dead yeah guillotines not a bad idea though taking a guillotine to all the 
people in charge. Anyways, followers of the Order of the Rosy Cross um, is a secret society of mystics that originated in late medieval Germany and claim understanding of esoteric truths about nature, the universe, and the spiritual realm that have been concealed from ordinary people. Which, if you're a conspiracy theorist, this shit is very thick with things to grab onto and expand into all kinds of bullshit. But R.C. Christian, not his real name, wrote a letter to Wyatt Martin explaining the meaning of the stones and saying himself that these were not made for the purpose of the occult. He writes a letter to Wyatt Martin and says, hey, I've heard of all these rumors uh, that we made these for nefarious reasons. We didn't. It's not for – we just – we are just – patriotic Americans who are trying to guide in a reasonable way, you know? So he actually goes on to further explain himself about five years after the stones were revealed in a book called common sense renewed. But this time he presented himself as author, Robert Christian. When the book came out, it was sent to not only notable politicians, but to all of Congress. While the book does make it clear that he thinks the world is way overpopulated, he doesn't actually say how to get rid of all the people. But judging by what he said at the time, it seemed very likely that he believed that humanity was on the verge of almost total extinction Extinction because if you know anything about the world history in late 1970s and early 1980s, they were a time when nuclear bomb could drop at any point. You know, the Cold War? fucking raging at this point cold war was in full swing at this point raging and so you know everyone had this fear that at any point a nuclear war could start and that would lead to a nuclear winter you know these things were possible at all times which meant that rc wasn't calling for the extermination but he meant for the guidestones to be a guide for the people who survived hence the name of the georgia guidestones and the location seems to also point to that because it's not very likely an atomic bomb would be targeted anywhere near that part of Georgia. I mean, I know Atlanta is 90 miles away, but that might be far enough away to survive. But also, I, when I think of an attack on America, I don't immediately think like, oh, shit, they're going to bomb Atlanta. Like, I think New York, Washington, L.A. Uh, yeah, they'll leave Georgia they're, alone. Yeah. so that's they, might not, they might knock off Florida just to get that <laughs> dick out of the way. Fucking shit. Yeah. Mar-a-Lago's directly. Just to blow off America's dick. Yeah. <laughs> no more Florida men. Yeah, so and no offense to Atlanta, but I don't think you're like a fucking first pick for targets when someone's going to attack with a nuclear bomb. No, you know, if you guys wanted, don't even have a good NFL team. Come on. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Hey. Emily? Man. There you go. There it is. Who dat? Fuck you, fuck. <laughs> Who dat? Uh, so like, I, I mean, just think about the guides. The very first one says maintain, not destroy, maintain humanity at under 500,000, 500 million. It doesn't say anything about fucking get rid of fucking 90% of the world it says maintain it. So all the others also point to humanity already being low in numbers because when it comes to reproduction, they want to be very cautious and procreate carefully while improving fitness and diversity, which actually leads us to the last theory. In the documentary, Dark Skies, a camera crew goes to talk with to Wyatt Martin, who had kept an old metal IBM case full of letters he had received from R.C. Christian, not his real name, over the years. And the crew convinced him to open it up and show them some of the actual letters. And during that time, even though Wyatt tried to cover up the postage and address, the cameraman was able to zoom in 
on a letter and saw on several of them that the return address was from Fort Dodge, Iowa. And one of the letters was addressed from Mr. Robert Christian, care of Mr. Merriman, which led them down a rabbit hole. And Merriman, isn't that a group? Uh, could be. I don't know, but this is an actual person. You can see how slowly Octavia is starting to uh, agree with the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Hi. Not so slowly. <laughs> He's like, no, these things were fucking great. Yeah, I'm actually very pissed off that they just for just, just number one. Destroyed. That was the only thing that was bad. Yeah, literally. Yeah. He's like, well, hold on. This is for reproduction of the world in yeah. case of nuclear war. Yeah, I mean, it was the timing points to that, dude. It does. This isn't anything nefarious. They're just like, hey, when the world goes to shit, because it will, this, these are pretty good guidelines to when we start things back up. Yeah, when you it's wander not, up this hill yeah, with your sticks, you... <laughs> your pointy sticks. With the pack on your back, yeah. and with all your, your your whole house on your back, you'll come across these stones like, oh, shit, this is how we should live. Yeah, with your little smokies. Trying to heat up over a fire. But I'm no, telling you, number two, re, well, read number seven again. This one, this one is enough for me. Okay, seven. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Yep, I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> this is this is it, man. But yeah, it, it really also, does. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Oh yeah, people yeah. actually have a yeah, they have a real problem with that. That sounds like uh, globalist shit. Globalism. Sounds like yeah. So people have a real problem with uniting altogether. I don't know if it's because when that isn't isn't the biblical version of uniting altogether when the Antichrist will show, like when everyone is actually getting along. Like we'll have like seven years oh. of good of good times and then seven years of or whatever trying to pick a a, my brain that read it 15 years ago i'm pretty sure that's how it goes though if i'm wrong about that please let me know i'm pretty sure the antichrist shows up when there's world peace and things will be great for seven years and then to lull us into a a sheep-like state and then fucking world will just die i don't know that's that's essentially with how the Bible goes, like, hey, everything's cool. And then it's not. And then it's not. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and then it's not. Revelations, baby. Oh, man. If you guys can see Emily's face, she's so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Revelations. Things are going to shit. <laughs> Fire. Yeah. Yes. We're not making fun stressed? of the Bible. We're not making shit on the Bible. We no, are, I'm not. I don't think we are, we're pulling this, from the Bible. This is just stressing me out. Why? Why? Are your ears burning? No, talk I'm about, just talk about Christ. No, just like I don't know, like the whole like idea of coming up on 250 years and our population being 0.12 percent, and yeah, we need to population. be above two percent. And the fact that you know, like that's four years away. Like that's scary as shit to think about. Like empire. Octavio, I just oh turned your life into <laughs> a ball of anxiety. <laughs> I'm honest to God, I'm scared after. Nah, nah, you'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah, Yeah. we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Your your dad has a lot of guns. We'll be fine. I'd be more worried about uh, running out of running water. I am. That's more so what I'm worried about. I'm not worried about like the gun stuff or whatever. I'm worried about food and water and power. Power goes out. Our whole nation is fucked. Oh, yeah. And you can trigger that with cyber warfare. 
Yeah, man. Just you know, a, a accurately placed EMP nuke or whatever, like a big EMP over the right place, so the U.S. can take over all. It can take out all of oh, it. You can just a whole grid. You can just grid. put a virus into our our system, and it would. You can wipe out our. You don't even need an EMP. <clears throat> just develop, do it. You can develop a virus and, and take it software. Out. That's it. Yep. <laughs> our nation's that's run cool. off. Yeah, our yeah, nation's dude, run I, off of computers. It, so you, if you develop the right virus, you could essentially shut down the. United States with the fucking virus. I just sit back and think for a second of all the things that we take for granted that are electrically run. Air conditioning. Everything. Is the main thing. Air conditioning is the main fucking thing. Um, how am I supposed to hang out with my friends if I don't have my Xbox or yeah. you know PC to play on? Uh, fans. Refrigerators. Fucking fan. Yeah, man. I mean, there's a lot of people down here in the South who hunt and stuff, so they'll probably be all right. But, you know, for the rest of uh, civilized America. Because they don't want to hunt doesn't mean they don't know how to like cook the shit or prepare it or whatever like yeah you know how to make a fire you don't need electricity i don't well you better start learning <laughs> and it's 712 degrees you, you, outside Who well, fucking guess what yeah, oh yeah we'd have to emigrate have four years far, we'd have to go north or back to California. you have four years to figure out how to start a fire <laughs> that's a long time to learn how to start a fire <laughs> yeah it's been plenty of time to, to hoard weapons and stuff yeah four years you have plenty of time turn one of the kids bedrooms into a, a fucking bunker yeah <laughs> survival bunker. oh my god i feel like i need to go to walmart and sam's now you always feel that way though yeah. no like i have to go buy giant cans of green beans and pickles ew yeah let's sustain life right, so, green beans so and turns pickles out, everybody listening that when the end comes i'm not gonna be married to emily anymore because i'm not eating that shit <laughs> i can't live off of pickles or green beans jesus well i mean that's the only vegetable i know that comes in those giant ass cans i don't know i'm sure they all do you throw salt yeah, on it. We'll be fine, Octavia. Yeah, yeah you'll get over it, fucker. Little tap, you have well, to little, little tap, yeah. doesn't go bad, right? Oh, God. Dude, I, speaking of which, I found a new uh, Tabasco sauce called Sweet and Spicy. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. It's fucking so good. It's not even like real Tabasco sauce. It's like a... a yeah, it's like real, a Thai chili. Hot like real, Thai chili sauce. Real yeah. Tabasco is terrible. Yes, Dude, I love is. Tabasco. Fuck yeah, you. It's fucking verse. just vinegar. I like it. vinegar, you'll like Tabasco. I like it. Oh, man. We're on such a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, once they found this letter care of with the address on it they first reached out to the publisher of common sense renewed a company called stoyles graphic services and they told him the book was published by a mr robert merriman a close friend of mr merriman's told the camera crew that he was under the assumption that robert merriman was the author of common sense renewed and when they looked into it they found that mr merriman had passed away in 1992 so he could not be the person corresponding with Wyatt Martin because Wyatt was still receiving letters in 2001. Have the you heard of this book? Before this? Common Sense Renewed. I've heard of Common Sense by Thomas Paine. I think that's what it's based off of. I'm pretty right. sure that's what they said in the documentary. It's based off of Thomas Paine's Common Sense because Common Sense Renewed. It makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right. So I think the Merriman thing is not. Thomas Paine also has a book called uh, The Age of Reason, which is another direct. Uh, oh, influence. so Common Sense Renewed was a book written by Robert Christian. Yes. Based yeah. on. A... On Thomas right. Paine's. Okay. Yeah. Thomas Paine's book. It was kind of the same name. Plus, no, they keep sense. referencing Age of Reason, which is another Thomas Paine thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't think the Merriman thing Common is sense? last name. No, I didn't, dude. I think it's no. the group, Merriman. Could be. I mean, the theories are abound. You can think whatever you want, and you're probably probably just as close to being true as 
any other well, I mean, fucking like idea. saying that they're still receiving letters and stuff like in 2001 they were of, yeah so after his supposed death like i don't know there's this would probably be a cool read to be honest with you common sense renewed or common sense common sense by pain yeah uh-huh. it's, it's a landmark book for sure it's a very yeah. important book i just it's never took the time 1775 in in it was high school in super, 1776 but yeah probably unsurprisingly in high school super pretentious and i tried reading plato's republic and that's about as philosophical as i ever got <laughs> i i read uh, siddhartha and that's about as about as uh, edgy as re- you ever got <laughs> religiously uh, diverse as i ever got yeah which is actually a really good read all things considered yeah plato's republic if you can you have to have like a class but if you can try to understand it, it's worth reading obviously it's super important but by myself i was like yeah i, I get it i, I, I was fucking I 16 dumbass yeah anyways so the second clue was the address in fort dodge iowa and when they traced down the physical address they found that a previous owner of the property had been a man named herbert h kirsten it turns out old Herb was living at the address during the time the stones were being built and during the time of the letters Wyatt was receiving. They looked further into Herb's past and found a blueprint for a concrete device, which if you remember, R.C. Christian, not his real name, had said he was a concrete worker. So, coincidence? Coincidence? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just reading on that. Uh, oh, you're still diving? Okay. Um, I was diving into uh, The Republic by Plato. Yeah. I was like, oh, I actually kind of want to read this now. Yeah. Uh, I had a copy of most like a yellow. Remember it had a yellow philosophy. type of cover on it? Yeah. It was like yellow. And it said it's the world's most influential work of philosophy and political theory, both yeah, intellectually see, and historically. Yeah, see, I was super pretentious. I tried. I mean, I am still probably, but uh, you know, I've, I've been in, this way for a long time. Is what yeah, I'm saying. You're more pretentious in your uh, your music than your reading. Mm, That's I true. Am. Yeah. Well, I listen to good music. You don't. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> so on top of that, in one of the letters to Wyatt, he says that he was 78, and that letter was sent in 1998, which means that he would have been born in 1920. And they went to the actual cemetery where he was buried. They found that Herbert Kirsten was born on anybody. What year was he born? Huh? 1920, May 7th. Yeah, he was. He was actually born on May 7th, 1920. So it all adds up. It's looking oh, like Herb. Old Herb here is looking like a good RC Christian, not his real name. Old Nazi Herb Kirsten. <laughs> Herbert Kirsten. Herbert Kirsten, which actually in the documentary, they do say that Kirsten is an old timey way of spelling Christian in German. Oh, the more you so, know. All of this brings us back to the guidestones and puts the guides written on them into a whole fucking different light. Because if all Herb here is R.C. Christian, not his real name, then according to Dark Skies, he was good friends with a man named Dr. Shockley, who was a well-known inventor, but in the late 1970s, he was seen in a more negative light because this dude literally thought that black people were genetically inferior and that they should not be allowed to procreate freely. Shocking. Would, what? Yeah. Shocking yes, from Dr. Shockley. Dr. Shockley. Huh? Huh? Anyone? Huh? Right. So Herb would take this idea <laughs> and try to prove without a doubt 
that white people were in fact the superior race. He literally tried to scientifically prove that they were superior. Um, yeah. So in, in Dark Skies over Elberton, they interviewed an old white guy with long hair and literally one tooth. But, you know, the guy seems like a smart guy. He belonged to a um, the same uh, country club as uh, Herbert. Um, and in the documentary, they flat out ask him. So would it be fair to say that Mr. Kirsten is a white supremacist? And this man answers. <laughs> Racist to his fingertips. Yeah. So, which, Do you not think any other race existed? No, they knew other races existed. They're saying the yeah. white race He's only is, specifically stating that black people were genetically inferior. So, like other ethnic ethnicities and races besides white and black, they're just an offshade of white. Yeah. So it's just like uh, in Get Out, the the premise is that the white people should have the black people genes that make them better. You know, they, they just the premise is the same of get out in this fuck fucks uh, whole train of thought is that we're, and, and like Django Unchained like he, oh yeah Leonardo says that you see these two dimples back here it just proves that they're not as good as us basically yeah. and so they, and they actually, they're better at following than they are at having mm -hmm. rational thoughts and then they they actually he said they should be paid to to get the snip basically it's like we should pay these people to stop fucking making kids because they're not as good so yeah that's that's these a fun our thing thoughts, to talk about. by the way no no this, this is what they're saying okay, which definitely uh, not our thoughts this is the, reading it okay yeah this, so if you use this in context with the guides which i'll i'll go over in a second but it, it puts them in a whole new fucking light it, it, it's really bad so to prove this point a little more the doc uh, unearth a the documentary unearthed a letter written to a newspaper in Florida in which old Herb here had said that David fucking Duke is among a few men who speak for American interests in this era of internationalism. Now, <clears throat> David Duke voices many beliefs held by rational Americans, and it is unfortunate that more public figures are not pushing similar views. And I, Emily, I don't know if what this is you, but for, for those of you who are not aware, David Duke is the Grand Wizard for the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan and an American Nazi who parades around with a swastika armband on his Nazi uniform. In public. Did you ask if that was me? Yeah, I don't know if you knew who David Duke was. Yes. Who doesn't? Well, of, course, of course you do. Well, you're from the South. <laughs> I would think anyone who I didn't know who I didn't know, him, David, I didn't know who David Duke was. Yeah, well, I, I know him because I don't agree with anything he believes. I know who that is because he's a piece of shit racist. Obviously. Yeah. 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 And I'm from California. I'm not hip to the KKK. <laughs> you don't live in the South, so. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. David so Duke is a common name in the households. <laughs> no, no, no. It should be though. No, not in a. It should be in a cautionary way. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that's what I meant. But, like you yeah. should know who this person is because of how big of a piece of shit he is, and it the fact that he has make thousands of followers. Coast. Yeah, the fact that he has thousands of followers. Yeah. So that's it, not scary. It doesn't make it over here because thousands. it's just not a, a like a, a school topic for the most part. I think they 
dabble in the KKK, but we don't go into not detail of it. No, no. who's who of of racism? Correct. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So with all this information, what this means basically is that the man behind the guidestones, it seems as though he is hoping for a cataclysmic event that would bring down the population under 500 million. And then once we get there, only white people should be allowed to procreate. I mean, we can go over the, the tenants one by one and like add racism to it. And it's like, shit, this is a fucking racist guide guideline. I mean, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity um, as in don't mix. Races. Don't mix races. That's not how you like the godsons, huh? I, I just I'm not. A, I mean, these don't like affect my life you whatsoever. Seem like very for this shit. So like, if now mm. you're introducing another aspect, if everything is racially talked about, like specifically, we add race yeah, to in this topic, light. No, fuck the horrible. <laughs> I don't think they should be torn down either way. But yeah, in this specific racism we, light, we sail past that already. That ain't yeah. coming back. Well, we, it's not proven that this Herbert guy is RC Christian, not his real name. So. You know, I, I don't know. So, like I said, improving fitness and diversity from a racist standpoint is don't fucking mix your races, mm-hmm. you know? Unite humanity with the living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. And only white people are capable of that. Uh, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Fair for who? Fair for who? White people. Fair for white people. Yeah. So, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Um, I don't only, know. Only white, just a global, yeah. only, only white countries. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. I mean, I wonder who he thinks is useless. People uh, of color. Balance personal rights with social duties. I mean, that kind of happened in the 50s, didn't it? Your personal right to defend yourself and your social duties to kill colored people. Um, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. I don't know. That's just... But be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. He was a uh, admitted cons- conservationist. He thought that you know there's too many people, so we need to go down in numbers, um, so that we could conserve whatever natural resources we have. Um, so, like I said, it, if you brought down the population under 500 million, and then once we get there, only white people should be allowed to procreate. Um, what, whatever, either way, whatever the meaning behind the guidestones, I'm pretty sure the world will never know. Especially now that they have fucking been destroyed. Yeah, that doesn't help things. No. Have you destroyed them again? We don't know. No one knows. No, there's footage, there's CCTV footage of the cameras he was talking about. You see a, it looks like an Acura, like a silver Acura driving up to it. Um, It's kind of dark, which is crazy because you would think that they'd have good cameras. Um, Or better lighting. Or better lighting. But there's like a figure running away from the stones in the dark. And then uh, or right before four o'clock, I think they, another conspiracy thing is at three thirty three, uh, the stones were blown up. You know, three thirty three is half of six six six. By the way, I don't know if you knew that. Um, oh, it is. But yeah. But also, a lot of people think it, look at three 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 is like a sign from like a good thing, not a bad thing. Seven 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 is good. Also, people look at three three three. Mm, no, no it's, it's, it's half, half, six, six, six. half a six six six. So it's not good because that's the, uh, the yeah, I specifically hour. know someone. That's the witching hour. Well, yeah, three 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 is about a, this specific the thing. Hour. Yeah. Up at, if you wake up at three o'clock and thirty three minutes in the morning, go back to sleep immediately. Nothing yeah, good is going to happen. It's a ghost putting his balls in your face. Yeah, nothing's gonna. You're gonna get deep started by a ghost. 
go back to sleep. I, I think I want to stay up. <laughs> now you want to see how that goes? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you set your alarm for 433. Yeah. Hey, ghost. I'm awake. A little thick today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these this is what we know about the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, R.C. Christian, not his real name, is who put it up. Uh, they built it. They carved this shit. And ever since, people have been going, literally, for 42 years, people have been like, these are evil fucking things without looking into any of it. Yeah. Um, you guys are familiar with Alex Jones? Sure. Yes, unfortunately, a of, yeah. A lot of people are. Uh, I think it was November of 2020, because uh, this just happened, right, recently? Yeah, uh, 20 days ago. Okay. Um, he went and visited the Georgia Guidestones hmm. and did like a 30 minute <laughs> expose, uh, expose, expose of, uh, of the Guidestones and just goes nutty off of it. You don't say Alex well, Jones. Yeah. Cause he, he brings up Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz is from the area. And somehow that's intermixed into the uh, the beliefs of the Guidestone and what they're trying to say, basically globalists taking down the population. It's a whole thing. He he goes off. You can Google it. It's it's relatively entertaining seeing Alex Jones go off on it. Um, but he talks about. Uh, he, he goes to the stone and, and shows that, um, like you said, there's with the um, the time capsule, they didn't put an end date. He's like, oh, no, well, the end date is uh, when the population is controlled. That's that's oh. when we dig it up. Population controlled. Then we dig it up. He just he, he goes off. Yeah. Um, he, he made some comments uh, after the destruction of the Guidestones. And again. Where I pulled this, the the first part doesn't really make sense uh, in the English language. Uh, his second, <laughs> he was speaking uh, English, right? Yeah, his his second part does. The first one, I I don't know what he was trying to say. I could probably decipher it, but he said, "I don't support when left from the pull down moments. As I see monuments as a piece of history, I will say that at an animal level, I like seeing this edifice to the population world government bomb to bring attention to it." I do not agree with whoever did it because we need that evil edifice there as a confession letter led by a consortium of eugenicists. Uh, so he says, all right. I don't agree with people that blew it up because we need this as proof that people are trying to use eugenics uh, to control the population. So, Folks, uh, he says folks a lot. So, yeah, folks, folks, folks I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little retarded. Uh, I, I don't support when the left people from the left pull down monuments, and I see as I see monuments as a piece of history. I will say that at an animal level, I like seeing this edifice to the population world government bombed to bring attention to it. I do not agree with whoever did it because we need that evil edifice. There is a confession letter led by a consortium of eugenicists, folks. I'm a little retarded. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Well done. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just crazy, man. We're going to have to uh, shoehorn in Alex Jones uh, quotes so you can use his voice. <laughs> yeah, just Nailed it. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I remember to watching Alex Jones back in the day. Yeah, I don't know how he did that. I, I watched his like first foray into whatever the fuck he does, um, into Talking Head. Uh, when he went to go see the um, where the owl head is over in California somewhere. I forgot what it's called, but it's supposed to be some kind of like uh, skull and bones thing. You know, the, the group that George Bush was part of. Um, he went to go. It's like a secret meeting of an orgy, basically, of the world's top leaders. And he broke in and, and you know, recorded people in like a gorilla, gorilla style, you know. That was the oh, first when uh, he did that. Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. Thank you. Yeah, when he did that, I was all for it because that was interesting. And then he just called frogs gay, and I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. All man. right, now you're, you're getting off the beaten path there, sir. <laughs> yeah, I can't follow you there. He, yeah, uh, he, he likes wacky shit. Um, he does. The Georgia he... Guidestones being wacky shit, mm-hmm. and an actual like a really cool looking like monument to be honest cool like monument. i, I wish it. they were still around so i can go see them like i that's a cool thing and, and it seems like I, I think you said you didn't know either of you really knew what these were before this week when i mentioned I've them. Never, right? i've never heard of them yeah yeah it's, i'd it's only a, heard of them because i know someone who posted them being torn down yeah um so it's it's i i've heard you know i listened to a lot of podcasts for years and years and they were on um stuff you should know which is a really interesting podcast of or stuff they don't want you to know. Those are interesting to listen to. And they had talked about them before. Um, but it, it's just something that not a lot of people are aware of, which is ironic that they want to tear them down because if not that many people knew about them, who the fuck cares? Um, but it, during this trip into finding the information and after, especially after the Georgia Guidestones got torn down, uh, I, you know, looked at both sides. I went deep into, um, conspiracy thought and i wanted i text emily and will i was like i'm about to throw my fucking phone against the wall i i can't listen to this dumb shit anymore i can't fucking do it because it would literally be like um see what we have here is uh obviously if you look at it from a certain angle it's like two world two trades or two world towers uh with a uh space needle in the middle with a capstone on the top and obviously the capstone is like the top of a spaceship you know because it's called a capsule and then you take that and it takes off and obviously that reminds you of 9-11 and 9-11 on the side if you look at westworld the fucking the the tv show it looks like a 311 on the side which if you look at it from this side it looks like the twin towers coming down and obviously that means that there's a secret government uh project because the monuments were taken down by uh cia operatives because um it's George Washington's 76th birthday or not George Washington, George, uh, George Bush's 76th birthday on that day. And it went off at three thirty three, which we know is like thunder from the gods. And it went off looking like God thunder. Uh, it, dude, that was, that's what it fucking sounded like. And I wanted to blow my brains. I was like, you're connecting these things that from nowhere, you're literally pulling it out of thin air to make random, it. Look, yeah. Random fucking dots. Yeah, and it literally, like, that's what it's, he went on in this podcast, or it was like a Twitch stream or something. It was like two fucking hours long. Oh, God. And you know what made me more mad is that he had like thousands of views and like all these people listening to him. Well, he had like people call in. And, well, guess what? Uh, You're sitting here promoting him. So, yeah. No, we go. just need to change our. Uh, I didn't tell you who it was at all. We need to change our stance to be conspiracy theorists and then our views will explode. Yeah, we need to agree with the conspiracy theorists, yeah. and uh, we say that they're all right. Our own conspiracies. And oh, yeah, that's really easy them. to do. You want to do it? Yeah, it was actually. You know what? The Rosicrucians are the ones who took it down. 
um, I saw them do it. And the reason they took him down is because it was, um, well, I can't it, even think of fucking was, something stupid. <laughs> it, was a, it was a birthplace of monkeypox. Right, right. That's where the monkeypox started. And that's why and, when uh, it exploded, it atomized monkeypox. And that's why monkeypox is now prevalent uh, right. and becoming the new um, COVID-19. Right. So Monkeypox is actually the reason that they want to do that to give it to people is monkeys have six toes. I don't know if you knew that, but they do. And then the tail goes in between them. And what that means is that I'm going to shoot myself in the face because this is awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, I can't continue it. I can't continue. This is no, I'm not having fun either. Oh my God. God. It's, it's, dry. it's, it's not basically, fun. It's like talking to a 12 year old. <laughs> hey, read this book and then tell me about this book. And then it just a, a bunch of nonsense. Like, <laughs> Unedited thoughts, not pieced together cohesively. Like, or it's cool. like having a child mic'd up during a t-ball game in the yeah. outfield. They're just okay, so randomly stating things that never is, uh, happened, won't happen. I don't know if you've kept up with uh, the newest episodes of what we do in the shadows, will. But um, Colin is a little bit older. He's a little bit older, uh-huh. and uh, he's in these YouTube phase. And so he just talks and talks about like, see, this Lego set I wanted to put here was supposed to be of Endor, but he, then I put it like this. And it's like he just talks and talks. And that's what it sounds like <laughs> yeah. listening to uh, any conspiracy theorists. Just, just talking to hear your own voice. Like, I don't care what comes out of my mouth. I just want people to hear it. Oh, you know what it was, uh, the conspiracy guy I was listening to? He said that the at that moment, there was a uh, NASA something, a NASA program called capstone that was in the air at the time and capstone when the explosion went off and destroyed the monument capstone went all wonky for 33 seconds or some shit like that and so how did that coincidence like no that's not a coincidence like it it's because uh the cabal the illuminati is doing it on purpose because everything is related and nothing is a coincidence uh i can't tell what you're reading there's actually a you're stating as fact. NASA capstone. This is 2019. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying. He's saying that the capstone. It's, yeah, it's called it's a called cislunar. The yeah, cislunar autonomous positioning system technology operations and navigation experiment. Right, the capstone. capstone. And when the capstone on the ground was blown up, uh, it lost uh, connection with the yeah. NASA capstone. Yeah, for like 33 seconds or some shit. So, yeah. And then Three uh, the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing was that this was definitely a child sex trafficking ring because it was George Bush's 76th birthday. And 76, as we know, is a is an evil number. Um, and then the number... Oh, then they went deep. They somehow related it to all the shootings going on because there's... If you look at the, the Uvalde uh, logo on mm-hmm. the thing, it's on brick wall. And obviously the bricks represent the Freemasons. Uh, and the okay. words are important that are on there. And then the uh, the shooter at the 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 4th of July parade had the number 47 uh, tattooed on him. And if you put that backwards, it's 74. Oh, and 74 shit. is an evil fucking number, apparently. Um, so, yeah. Um, everything is connected. Nothing is a coincidence. Um, well, 47 here first. crazy. What? 47 also means crazy. There you go. See? See? She's, See? she's proving our point. See? It means something. Signal 47. Yeah, well, he's crazy. <laughs> he shot people. Yep. And then triggers back to... Oh, yeah. And he, he had 47 tattooed on his temple, which, of course, the temple is important because that obviously eye. represents temples. Your third eye. Yeah. Right. A third uh, eye. All important. seeing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what else can we connect it to? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I'm not going to be a I can't. <laughs> uh, I cannot and stop. if you it. align the pyramids of Giza, they form a triangle. Uh, and <laughs> looks like the Georgia guys sense. I don't know. Everything's connected. Yeah. Everything. Well, uh, that's all we got for today. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you come up with any more uh, conspiracies, uh, let me know. Because it's, it's a good time mm, you can to talk about. You're talking about them. <laughs> I know his private page, please. Not Remember, you have four years. You have four years still. Four years to call it vampire. Emily, <laughs> you guys want to tell everybody? No, no pressure. Um, can you tell them where to find us for the next I mean, four yeah, years? Sorry. Oh my God. Uh, stop. <laughs> um, Facebook and Instagram at Bloodthirsty Times and Twitter and TikTok at BloodthirstyPod and you can find us or email us at BloodthirstyPod at gmail.com uh, You can uh, donate to us. There's this uh, donate button on there. You know, a dollar, two dollars, whatever you got helps. $666. $666. If you want to send that money while you're 666 miles away from us, that'd be appreciated. Uh, Check remember, the Facebook page. Don't, don't send 74 or whatever. Or 574. The, um, don't send any of that because those are evil numbers. Yeah. Um, don't send half a six six six. But yeah, you can subscri- uh, not subscribe. We got rid of that. But you can uh, donate if you're feeling generous, um, and send in your stuff to us to talk about. And just remember, our goal is five hundred million as a population. So. Right. <laughs> so that Bye. Too. Okay. We'll see you guys Bye. in four years. Bye. Four Stop. years.